0: Islam Mores, happy holy day. All meetings are to be opened and closed promptly according
1: to the Circle 7 in love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice. I ask that everyone who is able to please rise and face the east
0: for the Moorish American prayer. And as we stand facing the east with our heels together, feet
1: at a 45 degree angle, holding up two fingers on the right and five on the left, please repeat after me. Allah. Allah. The Father of the Universe. Father of the universe. The Father of love. Father of love. Truth. Truth. Peace. Peace. Freedom. Freedom. And justice. Just Allah is my protector. Allah is my protector. My guide. God. my salvation. And my salvation. By night and by day.
0: Night and by day.
1: Through his holy prophet his holy prophet drew ali Ali. islam morris i want to announce that this meeting is now open this is the more science temple of america temple 30 columbus ohio first and foremost we always rise giving the highest praise to our creator sustainer our father god Allah, to him all praise is due we also extend honors to our divine prophet noble drew ali for bringing us our divine creed and nationality so that we may learn to love instead of hate. We extend honors to the forerunner, to the prophet who got the people stirred up, seeing themselves, seeing ourselves as a nation, and that is our brother Marcus Mosiah Garvey. We extend honors to the Moorish and the American flags. We extend honors to the charter and its 10 wonders. We extend honors also to the first appointed Supreme Grand Sheik by the prophet, our brother emily ill and we extend honors to all members of the more science temple of america including but not limited to all adept sheiks and the faithful moors that make up the grand body of this most divine national movement we extend honors also to the current supreme grand sheik and supreme grand council of the more science temple of america islam brother jackson bay please
0: read our divine constitution and bylaws Grant seek our rise, giving all praise to Allah, honest to the
2: prophets, draw the honest to the forefathers and foremothers, honest to the Asiatic nations and the Muslims all over the world. Salvation, Allah, unity, the more science temple of America, of America, the divine constitution and bylaws. Act one. <clears throat> The Grand Sheik and the chairman of the Morris Science Temple of America is empowered to make law and enforce law with the assistance of the prophet and the grand body of the Morris Science Temple of America. The assistant grand sheik is to assist the grand sheik in all affairs if he lives according to love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice. And it is known before the members of the Morris Science Temple of America. Act 2. All means are to be open and closed promptly according to Circle 7 in love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice. Friday is our holy day of rest because on a Friday the first man was formed in flesh, and on a Friday the first man departed out of flesh and ascended unto his father, God Allah. For that cause, Friday is the holy day for all Muslims all over the world. Act three love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice must be proclaimed and practiced by all members of the Morris Science Temple of America. No, me- <clears throat> no member is to put in danger or accuse falsely his brother or sister on any occasion that it may harm. His brother or sister, because a lot is love. <coughs> Act four, all members must preserve preserve these holy and divine laws, and all members must obey the laws of the government, because by being a Moorish American, you are part and partial of the government and must live life accordingly. Act 5, this organization of the Morris Science Temple of America is not to cause any confusion or to overthrow the laws and constitution of the said government, but to obey hereby. Act 6, with us, all members must proclaim their nationality, and we are teaching our people their nationality and their divine creed, that they may know that they are part and partial of this said government, and know, that they, know that they are not Negro, colored folks, Black people, or Ethiopians because these names were given to slaves by slaveholders in 1779 and lasted until 1865 during the time of slavery. But this is a new era of time now, and all men now must proclaim their free national name to be recognized by the government in which they live and the nations of the earth. This is the reason why Allah, the great God of the universe ordained Nobujiwali, the prophet to redeem his people from their sinful ways. The Moorish Americans are the descendants of the ancient Moabites, whom inhabited the northwestern and southwestern shores of Africa. Act 7. All members must promptly attend their meetings and become part and partial of all uplifting acts of the Moorish Science Temple of America. Members must pay their dues and keep in line with all necessities of the Moorish Science Temple of America. Then you are entitled to the name of faithful. Husband, you must support your wife and children. Wife, you must obey your husband, and take care of your children, and look after the duties of your household. Sons and daughters must obey father and mother and be industrious and become part of the uplifting of fallen humanity. All Moorish Americans must keep their hearts and minds pure with love and their bodies clean with water. This divine covenant is from your holy prophet, Noble Jew Ali, through the guidance of his father God Allah. Ali, founder, Moorish American prayer. Allah, the Father of the Universe, the Father of love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice. Allah is my protector, my guide, and my salvation. By night and by day, through His Holy Prophet Jourali. Amen. The Moorish Science Temple of America, home office of Noohudjouali, home office of Chicago, Illinois, USA. Islam, Islam, Islamism. Peace and love. Happy holiday, Muslims.
0: Islam and gratitude, brother. Uh, brother Kobe, would you please read the Ritz? Islam,
3: Grand Sheep. Arise and give perfect praise to the great God Allah. I rise and give honors to the prophet, noble Jew Ali. I rise and give honors to the forerunner, Marcus Mazai Garvey, the Harvester. rise and give honors to all bills, all ills and bays. rise and give honors to all mosques on the call and on the planet. The Prophet warns all Muslims to be read in every meeting. I hereby inform all members they must end radic- all radical speeches while at work and their homes or on the streets. We are for peace and not destruction. Stop flashing your cards at Europeans; it causes confusion. Remember, your card is for your salvation. Failure to obey these orders will be a severe consequence. We are for love, truth, peace, and freedom. And when these principles are violated, justice must then take its course. Any member or a group of members who hold malicious feelings towards the temple or the prophet or violate the divine covenant of the Moorish movement will receive their rewards from Allah for their unjust deeds. All true Moors will and must obey the law laid down to them by their prophet. If they lose confidence in their prophet, they should turn in their card and button cease wearing their turban and fez, and return to the state where either prophet found you. This is a holy and divine movement founded by the prophet Nobu Juwali. And the prophet is not right, the temple is not right. The prophet, therefore, sent out a divine plea to all Americans. They do their part in protecting the prophet and the temple. This is an everlasting movement founded by the prophet through the will of Allah to redeem his people from their sinful ways. Peace, Noble Juhali, to the members of the more Science Temple of America, Islam. This is instructions from your Prophet, Noble Juhali. Be faithful unto your forefather, divine and national creed. That you will be blessed for your good deeds that you sow in the flesh. Allah is the one that judges the world, and His judgment is on now. But the weak can comprehend it not. The end of times are drawing near, so says Allah to his divine prophet, I know Jew Ali, and that's why many hearts have turned to stone, many have eyes to see, but cannot see, ears to hear, but cannot hear, at least they'll be confined of their sins. These are the trying hours now, dear Moors, and every evil spirit is moving, and they are trying every weak mind to overthrow and drag out the true foundation that has been laid. And to cause confusion in the minds of the ones that do believe. But if you have the true love of Allah and the spirit of your forefathers, you fear not what you hear or see, but will sacrifice the utmost of your very life to protect the movement and your prophet. Watch your enemies, dear Moors. Your enemies are the ones that speak against your prophet and ridicule him to the very lowest, and the ones that speak against your divine and national principles of your temples. Act accordingly, and Allah will bless you for your good work. Peace. Your divine prophet, noble Juali. To be proclaimed in every meeting, Islam, I am glad to know I have a few faithful morals among you all, and I desire for them to know the truth and the divine truth. There's a host of jealousy about me and the movement now, by the same people of our side of the nation that claim that I was a joke and unreal. But now since they found out from the government officials and the nations of the earth that it's the only sole foundation that all Ajax must depend upon for their earthly salvation as American citizens, they are working every scheme that they can to disqualify me so they may take charge of the situation. I have notified all these things to you long ago in the past. It is through the faithful Moors that attribute to the movement and the uplifting funds. The ones that pay the divine respects to me and the movement will be remembered. That's why I'm calling upon all faithful Morris to increase their faithfulness to me, your prophet, and your divine Morris movement. I need finance and I need it badly. Never before have I needed finance so badly as I do at present so I can shove aside the discord that is facing the nation. It all comes through jealousy because of my fame and nobility. The nations of the world will not recognize the movement without either prophet being head. It has been proven by my works, which I have performed in the past few years. Prophet, noble Juwali, Islam, Islam, Islamism. Happy Holy Day, masters. All right, Islam and gratitude, brother. Uh, we'll
1: now read
0: the additional laws.
1: additional laws for the moorish americans by the prophet noble drew ali act one grand sheiks and governors and heads of all temples all businesses each said temple must be approved by the prophet noble drew ali before acting upon by any members let it be financed property or any line of life that will cause the members to sacrifice finances etc that will cause the support of any group of members Any former officer that violates these laws is subject to be removed from his office under a heavy restriction, ETC, by the Prophet or the Grand Sheik. Act 2. All members are to attend their eight-up meetings and their public meetings promptly. If a member is found standing around on a meeting period, shall be fined 50 cents on the first case and on the second he will be fined $1, which will go on your emergency fund. member is working his monthly dues must be paid and if he has money in the bank he must subscribe for as much as he is able to the Moorish uplifting fund because it takes finance to uplift the nation act three it is the lawful and divine duty of every good member if he is able in finance to aid me in saving the nation and if he does not he is an enemy to the cause of uplifting his own people and justice must catch you let it be he or she according to love truth peace freedom and justice is I have the power invested in my hands and I will have to enforce the law to save the nation. Act 4. All members while up making a public speech must not use any assertion against the American flag or speak radical against the church or any member of any organized group because we are to teach love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice. Act 5. All members must promptly attend their meetings and send their children to Sunday school and the teacher must confirm himself to the questionnaire and let every member exercise his five senses who is able to do so because out from your Sunday school comes the guiders of the nation. Act 6, with us all members must proclaim their nationality and we are teaching our people their nationality and their divine creed that they may know that they are part and parcel of this said government and know that they are not Negroes, colored folks, black people, or Ethiopians because these names were given to slaves by slaveholders in 1779 and lasted until 1865 during the time of slavery. But this is a new era of time now, and all men now must proclaim their free national name to be recognized by the government in which they live and the nations of the earth. This is the reason why Allah, the great God of the universe, ordained Noble Drew Ali, the prophet, to redeem his people from their sinful ways. The Moorish Americans are the descendants of the ancient Moabites who inhabited the northwestern and southwestern shores of Africa. Act 7 All members must promptly attend their meetings and become a part and parcel of all uplifting acts of the Morris Science Temple. Members must pay their dues and keep in line with all necessities of the Morris Science Temple. Then you are entitled to the name of faithful. Husband you must support your wife and children. Wife you must obey your husband and take care of your children and look after the duties of your household. Sons and daughters must obey father and mother and be industrious and become Part of the uplifting of fallen humanity. All Moorish Americans must keep their hearts and minds pure with love and their bodies clean with water. This divine covenant is from your holy prophet, Noble Dru Ali, through the guidance of his father, God, Allah. Okay, Islam Moors, uh, today we're gonna be in chapter 37. Chapter 37 is holy instructions from the prophet, breath of heaven and this is um this is really important This is a good chapter because it speaks on our true nature all right and um when you look at our true nature what we really are we're multi-dimensional beings and i'm only saying multi-dimensional because that's the only way i know how to describe it right we're more than just the body it's more to you than meets the eye um before we get started though i just i want to ask for the person calling in from the 386 area code, would you please state your name and where you're calling
0: from? Yes, this is Anna calling out of Texas. Okay, you,
1: and you say you're in Texas? Yes. Okay, gratitude. All right, so um, just going back into this, chapter 37 is speaking on our true nature are revealing um, different aspects to us, speaking in particular about the soul and the spirit. Um, And so when we go into this with the breath of heaven, even that wording, the breath of heaven, the breath of heaven is the holy breath. The holy breath is truth, the breath of Allah, and it animates everything in creation, meaning it gives life to everything in creation right it's literally a law speaking to man through man and um for us it's called the breath because what what do we have to do to live we have to breathe even the plants have to breathe so for us it's the everlasting life so we're gaining understanding of this 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 um this uh energy or whatever you want to call it I would call it spirit that animates everything right it's it gives life to everything in creation and also connects you to Allah, all right? And um, the reason we go over this is because, you know, when you're out there in the world, you're not thinking about this stuff. And as Moorish Americans, we never want to forget this. this. is This used to be implemented in everything that we did. Our government, the way we made buildings, we didn't just put big square buildings up you know, concrete and all this stuff, right? We made buildings that were um, built with sacred geometry that were in alignment with nature, right? We didn't have to put this big air conditioning unit in there and put some Freon in there, put some chemicals in there to make it cold. Like we built these things so that they could naturally be air conditioned. And then if it's hot outside, you know, they're cool inside. If it's cold outside, it's naturally warmer in there, right? And so I'm only saying that because it wasn't as artificial as things are now. So you don't want to be so caught up in the cares of the world that you forget about the spiritual. You don't want to be so um pushed in one direction that you forget your true nature. So, and I'm saying what we used to do because, This is what we're going back to. What is Islamism for us? Is that that the new or the old time religion? It's the old time religion. That means we're not copying foreign culture. Yeah, if you wanna learn Arabic, learn it. I will eventually. I don't know how long it's gonna take me. I wanna learn several languages, but it's not because I need it closer to God, right? We, no. No, you don't have to learn someone else's culture. You don't have to emulate their culture. Somebody from North Carolina, one of us, who was born during Jim Crow era, where it was harsh on us, came up, saw what we were going through, and was so moved and pushed to do something about it, right? That he actually went through and came with the solution. Allah spoke to us through him, and so, yeah, we don't have to copy anyone else's culture. So when we say Islamism, we get into the core to the truth. We're getting directly to the truth, right? I'm not saying you have to do what the people in the desert are doing. No. Why would you have to do that when one of us was what one who spoke our own language, who knew intimately what we were going through, came? And so we don't want to be out here drowning in the cares of the world, right? You're up, you're um, in the world, but not of the world. So as we go out here and do business and everything that we need to do, right, we still also understand that there's another aspect to us, the unseen, and that the unseen is very real. And so uh, one thing that I forgot to say but wanted to was that in the past cultures, the, the way that we built the buildings, the temples that we created reminded us of our true nature. There's an entire building in Karnak, Egypt, called the Temple of Man the temple of Luxor, and it's designed like a natural man's body. And it's designed to show your true nature. And this is just all over the place. Throughout the Americas, you have the same thing. Temples, pyramids, things built in alignment with what's going on inside of us, as well as what's going on in the skies and with the star alignments, right? So we don't want to forget our true nature. We used to do these things. We used to carve these things into stone so that we would not forget. This is why I always show this meme, where it shows that Pharaoh's head, and he's holding the flail for severity for 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 whooping the animal, and then they got the the crook like to to gently pull the the beast back into the um, the um, herd. And they carved that in stone. They carved that out of metal. Why? To remind us of our true nature. So it was so important for us to not forget our true nature that we carved this all over the place. We built this into our buildings. We tried to make this an aspect of our everyday life. This is why the spiritual is so important for us. This is why somebody can't come to us. If you're a Moorish American, true most American Muslim, some fool can't come to you and say, oh, y'all just like church, you guys are talking about this. Come on, this is is who we truly are, right? Especially for all the people that want to claim to be the ancient Egyptians. Like, well, if you don't understand this, you're not really what you say you are, right? Ancient Egypt was all about subduing your lower self. And so that's really... That's what this chapter is about, too. So doing the lower self so that we're not drowning in the cares of the world. Drowning. Drowning. Sorry. Drowning in the cares of the world. Islam, I, uh, I yield the floor, Brother Kobe. I see you, Islam. Uh, Islam, Grand Sheik. I, I
3: want to come back uh, on the aspect of what the Prophet teach us. At even at the very beginning to be ourselves. So once you first read, and what I encourage anybody to do is just read the literature, more science of who you are. So how could you be yourself if you don't know about yourself? You got to read who you are. Once you read who you are, then you contemplate that with your life to subdue your lower self. And in Chicago is more of a hand of your vices. And so do that with yourself and to submitting yourself into the will of Allah and submitting in the will of Allah is actually submitting it to the will of love. You submit to love, you, know, you submit it to your creed of who you are, love through peace, freedom and justice. You know, and, and, and that aspect
1: I yield the floor. Islam, brother, Islam. So like you say, yielding to our true nature, who we truly are. I like that. And that's, that's truth because who we truly are is truth. Why? Because we're truly spirit and spirit is one with the law. So, um, I'm going to read chapter 37 briefly but I want to go back over this so that we understand what's really being said. So, um, holy instructions from the prophet, the breath of heaven. You don't want to just blow through this and just I I, I read through it, you know, because what it's saying here, this is the same message that um, as it spoke on Egypt, um, ancient cultures. This is what they were teaching. This is what this is the truth. This is why we return to the old time religion. Born not thy body because it was first formed, nor of thy grain, because therein thy soul resided. Is not the master of the house more honorable than its walls? The ground must be prepared before corn be planted. The potter must build his furnace before he can make his porcelain. As the breath of heaven saith unto the waters of the deep, this way shall thy billows roll and no other. Thus higher and no higher shall they Raise their fury. So let thy spirit, O oh man, actuate and direct thy flesh. So let it repress its wilderness. Thy body is as the globe of the
0: earth, thy bones, the pillars that sustain it on its basis. Um, as the ocean giveth rise to springs, whose waters
1: return again into its bosom through the rivers, so runneth thy life from thy outward, and so runneth it into its place again. Do not both retain their course forever. Behold, the same Allah ordained them. Is not thy nose the channel to perfumes, thy mouth the path to delicacies? Are not thine eyes the sentinels? They watch for thee. Yet how often are they unable to distinguish truth from error? Keep thy soul in moderation. Excuse me. Teach thy spirit to be attentive to its good. So shall these its ministers be always to thee conveyances of truth. Thine hand, is it not a miracle? Is there in the creation aught like unto it? Wherefore it giveth thee, given thee but that thou mightest stretch it out to the assistance of thy brother. Why of all things living, are thou alone made capable of blushing? The world shall read thy shame upon thy face, therefore do nothing shameful. Fear and dismay, which robs thy countenance of its ruddy splendor. Avoid guilt and thou shalt know that fear is beneath thee, that dismay is not unnamely. Wherefore to thee alone, Speak shadows in the vision of the pillow, reverence them, for know that dreams are for, from on high. Thou man alone can speak. Wonder at thy glorious prerogative and pay to him who gave it to thee a rational and welcome praise, teaching thy children wisdom, instructing the offspring of thy loins in piety, Islam. And so um, just going back to this, um. Couple first verses, weak and ignorant as thou art, O man. Humble as thou oughtest to be, O child of the dust. Wouldst thou raise thy
0: thoughts to infinite wisdom, excuse me. Sorry. Wouldst thou see
1: omnipotence displayed before thee? Contemplate thine frame. Fearfully and wonderfully art thou made. Praise, therefore, thy creator with awe and rejoice before him with reverence. Um, just going Islam. back to this. Islam. Islam.
0: Islam.
2: You, um, you were just going, you were just reading 36 instead of 37.
1: Oh, man. I don't know how that happened. <laughs> Sorry. Pardon, Moors, and gratitude. Wow, I got off. So, Vaunt not thy body because it was for, first formed. Nor of thy brain, because therein thy soul resideth all right is it is not the master of the house more honorable than his walls? Who's the master of the house? Anybody know it it gives you the answer um, in the third verse, but it says, vaunt not thy body, so vaunt, you know like don't don't put the body up there on the pedestal. This is important. Because of the time that we're living in, right? You all see that, right? Like vaunt, can, can somebody pull up a definition for vaunt? But it's telling you to vaunt not thy body, nor thy brain. So there's the intellect, right? The body nor the brain. It's not the master of the house more honorable than the wall. So the master of the house, speaking about our own, what we consider to be ourselves, it's not the body, it's not even the brain. Islam, Brother Yahweh, I see you.
0: Islam, I rise to my highest heights, giving all perfect praises to
1: Allah. Um, vaunt, Vaunt, boast about or praise something especially excessively verb islamism islam gratitude so we got the definition for vaunt so boasting right praising the body putting now obviously we don't want to take the body for granted
0: right but this is not what we should do we shouldn't put this up there hang on one second All right, so we're not supposed to put the body up there.
1: Neither the brain, right? The brain, the intellect. It even gives you another clue. It says, nor the brain, because that's where the soul resided. So we're not supposed to put these things up on a pedestal. But this society that we live in is all about putting the body up there, right? All about just the body, the physical. That's it. Body, physical, maybe intellect, maybe but it says, is not the master of thy house more honorable than the than its walls?
0: The master of the house that actuates the flesh is the spirit, thy spirit. It, it even lets you know that if you raise yourself
1: up to infinite wisdom, right, omnipotence will be displayed before thee. It says that in here. Why? Because spirit is one with Allah. And it even lets you know that this is something that can be done. You can access that. Right? But um, just getting into this. Um, well, Islam, I yield the floor first. Islam, sister.
4: Islam, happy holy day. First and foremost, i like to rise and give perfect praise to our father God Allah. Honest to his prophet, noble Jali. Honest to the forerunner the prophet, Muhammad Mosai Garvey. Honest to the first appointed Supreme Grand Sheikh. My brother Emily ill and honest to everything, Morsha, all you models in attendance on this beautiful holy day, I just want to um add that um the master of your house is key one, where it says who made you, Islam, so Allah made you, so Allah is the master of your house, and then if you know who you truly are, you know your connection to Allah, and you know that you know, just like a karate kid, just like um, the last dragon, you are to become the master. So in these lessons, we are striving to, to know thyself and to master the lower self and to elevate our way of thinking and then our um, quality of, of our physical life will, will change dramatically, Islam. I
1: owe the floor. All right, Islam, gratitude. So we're we're being given our true nature. And um since spirit is one with Allah, that's the master of the house. This is what actuates thy flesh, right? Actuate and direct thy flesh. So um I want to go back to chapter one in the Quran when we're speaking about the creation and fall of man, because We actually have several dimensions or aspects to what we are, right? You're not just the body. When you go to chapter one, creation and fall of man, it says, but man himself is not the body. You're not the body, nor the soul. What is man?
0: Truly, he is spirit and a part of Allah. So when it says time never was when
1: man was not, it's not speaking about the body. It's not even speaking about the soul. These are vehicles the spirit takes on to experience life as this being that thinks that it's separated from the creator. You could be talking about a dolphin instead of a human. This is Allah, the creator, experiencing life as a dolphin. You could be talking about a tree, but since we're talking about humans, right? You're neither the body, this human physical, you're neither the soul. You have a body that's made out of a finer substance that vibrates faster than this physical body, and it's the soul. And it allows you to experience life on this plane of existence, this soul plane of existence. So that's on a whole other realm of existence, and you exist there as well. Right? Doesn't have the same, the same laws that we have here, like gravity and friction when you're moving around and things like that. You can move around differently in that plane. But that's not who you are either. Right? So man is neither the body nor the soul. He's spirit and a part of Allah. Creative fate gave to man, spirit man, going to clarify that spirit man, a soul that he might function on the plane of soul. And these things are going on right now, even though you think you're just here in this body functioning right here. But no, there's actually another aspect of you that exists, that's real. Then gave him a body of the flesh, right? That's all we know is this flesh, this physical. That he might function on the plane of things made manifest, the physical realm. We had a question in there. Why did create a faith give to spirit man a soul that he might function on the plane of soul? Why did create a faith give to soul, a body of the flesh, that he might function on the plane of the things made manifest? So there's a reason, right? So that we can ultimately you could skip around and go so that we might be the strength of Allah made manifest, because As you appear to get further and further away from the creator, even though you're still, your spirit, so you're always connected, but you think that you're getting further away. You think that you're by yourself. You think that you're sick right now. You think that you're poor right now or that you're in jail right now or that you got fired right now or that you're doing good right now, whatever you're going through. You think that that's what you are, and that you have to suffer through this right but in reality the creator is inside of you so this separation is an illusion and it's an illusion that we all go through so that we will be fully saved redeemed perfected by the things he suffers on the plane of flesh and on the plane of soul all of these planes of existence where we think we're separated when man has conquered carnal things his garb of flesh will then have served his purpose well and it will fall will be no more. So I'm um, only reading that just to speak about our, our true nature, right, because at the end of the day, we'll all be one with the law. And you still are one with the law, we just are unaware. So this is why it's so important that we remember our true nature, Vaunt not thy body because it was first formed, nor of thy brain, because therein thy soul resided. It is is not the master of the house more honorable than the walls. Going back to this, the master of the house is spirit. So in here where it says, so let thy spirit, oh man, actuate and direct thy flesh. So let it repress its wilderness. This is like a little prayer that we can all utter to ourselves, even especially if you're going through a challenging time, if you don't know what to do. Anything could be going on. That's a little short, quick prayer you could say to thyself. Because why? You're speaking to yourself. You're calling on the connection to the creator within you, spirit man, to actuate and direct thy flesh. So it's already actuating the flesh. Just the fact that you're alive, can move around, do what you have to do, it's actuating. But you want it to direct thy flesh. Let it repress its wilderness. What is the wilderness? It's the lower self. So all throughout our um, childhood, we've been seeing this image with the angel and the devil on the shoulders. They had that with, with the Bugs Bunny cartoons, right? They had it all throughout the 80s, 90s. They're still doing it. The angel and the devil. So we've been seeing this because this is universal truth. Even though nobody really was explaining to us what's really going on. We all have this so the angel on the shoulder its not some mystical angel from somewhere it's your own higher nature spirit. The higher self that we all have the higher self is always directing us in the right direction. Always that's all it does it always has the direct path to success. Whatever it is that you want to accomplish is for the greatest good. It always has the way. You always have access to the answer. You don't even have to go to anyone else. So spirit, your higher self, is always there with you, and it's always directing in the right direction. That's why I say we could call upon that as a prayer to say, hey, hey, spirit man, you know, higher self direct me, right? Repress thy wilderness, repress the lower self. The lower self is supposed to be a servant of the higher self. It's supposed to follow orders, right? You want it to do what it's supposed to do, which is to help the body survive, but it's not supposed to be running the show. That's why it became an issue because we forgot who we were we don't even know that there is a higher self in there okay but spirit always knows the right way spirit is not fooled spirit can't be tricked it always knows the right way to go matter of fact it always knows the answer or you know the the solution so that's the true master of that house for each and every one of us and so calling on it to actuate and direct thy flesh and to repress that wilderness that our own lower self and and reason why we need this is because um just going off of our own intellect we don't know right from wrong it's telling us that in here in um in this chapter about our own eyes right our eyes as wonderful as they are right we don't take our eyes for granted verse 8 Are not thine eyes the sentinels that watch for thee? Yet how often are they unable to distinguish truth from error? The sentinels, they stand guard. You need your eyes. You know, you're not taking them for granted. You appreciate it. They keep you safe, right? Keep you from walking out into the street, getting hit, like all types of ways. You need them. They do a great job. They're wonderful. Give gratitude for your eyes, man, when you wake up. When you go to bed tonight, say a short prayer, give gratitude for your eyes. When you wake up, give gratitude for your eyes. They do a great job, but they still cannot distinguish truth from error. They can't. As great as they are, they are unable to do so. Why? Because they they serve their purpose on a physical level, but truth is art and art is a lie. So your higher self is always connected to the creator and it always knows truth. So as great as the eyes are, we still have to count on that spiritual aspect of us to always know the right way for truth, to distinguish truth from error. And we don't wanna take that for granted, right? So this is, uh, because the previous chapter before this was Know Thyself, I was reading that accidentally, but If we really wanna know ourselves, right? Getting to our true self, this gives us the ability now to distinguish truth from error. And it's letting us know that even our soul, our soul is another aspect of us that's unseen. You can't see it, right? It's vibrating at a higher level. But even our soul is unable to distinguish truth from error. We have to keep it in moderation. Right? So that means we always must must go to our our um higher self, our spiritual aspect to really, truly um be successful. Just going back to verse uh, three, so let thy spirit, oh man, actuate and direct thy flesh. The spirit man, remember, that's a thought of a lie. It's a part of a lie. And so to let it actuate, actuate is to put into motion. So that's the moving, we got that down. It's we're live, right? But we also want it to direct. And direct is to lead or to guide. So we want the this, this spirit man to guide the flesh, to direct the flesh, to lead the flesh, to do the will of Allah. And Allah lives within each and every one of us. And if we do that, spirit will not, cannot lead us astray. Because it's the higher self. It's Allah man. And when we look at higher self and lower self, right, going back to the Quran questionnaire, We know that the higher self cannot lead us astray. We know that the lower self basically breeds everything that is wrong. Everything. So the higher self is the mother of the virtues. Mother meaning that it gives birth to all of these things. So it's the mother of the virtues and the harmonies of life. It breeds justice, mercy, love, and right. The lower self breeds hatred, slander lewdness, murder, theft, and everything that harms. So when we were getting that symbolism in the cartoons, nobody was really explaining it to us. A lot of times in the cartoons, they'll they'll go the way of the devil because that seems like the cool thing to do. That's what happens in real life. That's how it really works. Like, like I, that one video clip of playing with the, the little boy, that this. Stole the car and and crashed the car. He was a little boy, like eight nine years old, and he said he just wanted to do hood rat stuff with his friends. That's the that's the fun stuff, right? That's the lower self. It doesn't look like it's bad or wrong. It just looks like it, you know, it's appealing. So nobody was explaining that to us, but this is this is what that was really about. All that symbolism, right? So it's right there in our life, and um, you know. This is also, so in the cartoon, you got the cartoon version of it with the little angel and devil on the shoulder, but then this was also etched in stone. This was also carved out of metal and stone. The higher and lower self, right? Balance, we have to keep it in balance. We can't forget this. So this is supposed to be ingrained into each and every one of us so that this is an everyday aspect of our life. You, you know, this is because this gives you the compass now for your life. We don't have to, like we, we can help each other, but you don't have to go through a middleman, right? You're not dependent on anyone else like that because you, we each have Allah within us. All right, so let me go back in
0: here okay so um hang on morris we go to verse nine right keep thy
1: soul in moderation teach thy spirit to be attentive to his good so shall its ministers be always the conveyances of truth,
0: right, that's, hang on, all right, so um, once again,
1: speaking on the soul, right, so even the soul, like soul, because remember, the soul is not who you are, the body isn't, and even the soul, right, this other invisible, Aspect of you. It's you know, it's not able to distinguish truth from error. The soul is fearless, right? The soul dives right into the physical realm, taking on a physical body, knowing that it would forget that it's connected to the creator, knowing it might get caught up, it might get caught up in addiction, right? It might be addicted to drugs, alcohol, no telling what would happen. So the soul dives right in, it is fearless. So we need to keep thy soul in moderation because whatever you're directing, whatever the soul gets into, it could be, it could lead to your destruction. So we need to keep it disciplined. Moderation is that exactly having a discipline, keeping within reasonable and proper limits. So to be moderate in regards to what we feed the soul, what we feed the soul with, In regards to what's good or bad, what's worthy and unworthy. We need to be conscious of the thoughts that we're feeding the soul. Teach thy spirit to be attentive to its good. And a way to do that is even to be aware of the spirit. Because the spirit always knows the right way to go. So we need to attune to it. We need to raise our vibration up. Right? And we need to understand the more we focus on good, the more we manifest what's good within us. Right? The soul is the middle ground. This is like the battleground where we fight the good fight. Islam, so, um, so shall these, its ministers, be always the conveyances of truth, conveyances, the vehicles of truth, teaching the soul moderation and the human spirit being mindful of its good. Right? So that we're not just depending on, um, taste like our senses, taste, sight, smell, hearing to satisfy the flesh, right? And also to see the truth behind our true nature, right? To always keep our higher nature in mind in everything that we do. The very next verse says, thine hand, is it not a miracle? Hang on, let me put that up on the screen.
0: So we want to always keep our higher purpose in mind.
1: Um, thine hand, is it not a miracle? Is there in creation aught like unto it? We're the only ones with these hands, with these thumbs, the four fingers, everything that we have. Wherefore, was it given thee, but that thou mightest stretch it out to the assistance of thy brothers? Right? So we want to use our hands, obviously, for the greatest good, right? Not for causing harm. Um, I, I saw a video. That's one reason why I was speaking about a dolphin. I saw a video where some fisherman had like a baby dolphin in his hand and he's pulling the the fisherman's um um net off of it and it puts it in the water, right, so that it can swim and be free. And just saying, like, you know, we're here to help each other, right? To assist. Why, why do we have these great capabilities, the ability to build and to do all of these things? then flipping it in the next verse with we're the only ones capable of blushing so that the things that we do wrong immediately show that we can't even hide it our countenance that's our appearance that we can't hide it because why when we look at our true nature what we were truly put here for when we go to the quran surah 2 ayat 30 we were given domain over this world. Allah made us vice regents over this realm and even made the angels bow down to us. In our holy Quran at the more science temple of America says we're lords of the plains of earth and manifest. So we're not supposed to be out here doing shameful things to anyone. We're not supposed to be out here taking advantage of people, taking advantage of animals, exploiting the earth. We're not supposed to be doing devilish, you know, harmful things. We should all be ashamed, you know, if we participate in things like that, right? So that's why saying like the shame, why are we the only ones that shame just shows on our face, right? We have a higher purpose and we're not living up to it. And this is just here to remind us, you know, of what we are truly to do. If we live up to our higher purpose, there's no, no guilt. There's nothing to be you know, to feel like that about, there's no guilt, there's no fear, right, Um, and so once again, this entire measure is speaking about our true nature and just a reminder of what we're really here for, right, to do good in the world, why are we the only ones that can speak, and then given a higher purpose of, you know praising the creator teaching the children the truth right this is what we're really here for right not to spread slander and and rumors and gossip and things like this all of these things that we alone have nobody else is able to do you know there's there's some birds maybe even some other animals that can mimic speech but none can do it quite like us can they no so we're the only ones with this because we were given this station, this higher station in, in life. You know, our purpose is, is much higher than, than even than most of us can imagine. So this is really just for us as a reminder to, to aim for our higher purpose, to keep that in mind at all times. Right? And to know our true nature. We're always one with the law. We're not the body. You're not the soul. We're spirit and one with Allah, always. This is why we seek to um, subdue our lower nature, our carnal nature, we call it the lower self, and to attune ourselves into our higher self. And with the Quran, like we do these lessons every Friday, um, within our Quran, <coughs> we have the lessons in here to um, that assist us in subduing our lower self, They're the 12 virtues. They're um, spread out throughout the Quran, but um, one one way of looking at it is the 12 step ladder. With each virtue that we obtain, we subdue our own lower selves. Every time, even if you only work on obtaining one virtue, not only do you obtain that virtue, you subdue your carnal nature. You strengthen your connection. You raise your vibrations you know, so that it's easier for you to hear that still, small voice within your own higher self. And so the motivation is that as we do this, we unfold a lot within us. And capabilities that I can't even describe because I don't know what we're capable of. I don't think anybody does. So the motivation is to unfold a lot within us. And we must always remember this. This is how you are a true Muslim. You're motivated because you know that as we work on subduing our own lower self but on a daily basis, that we're unfolding a lot within us. Islam greatness, yes, greatness. And so it's you know this is the motivation we have to to do our best. Islam and um, on that note though, I yield the floor. If anyone has any questions or would like to
0: demonstrate, feel free to speak. Islam, uh, Islam, can I be heard? Islam, oh, one second, right? Just um, remember what
1: you were going to ask, right? Before okay, before you say anything, I wanted to just ask a couple questions, right? So, um just going back to what we just went over, who's the master of thy house?
0: Allah, Islam. And then for us on a personal level,
1: it's spirit. Why? Because spirit man is one with Allah always. Okay. And, um, Anybody remember
0: what the master's job is? The master of the house? Is to actuate and direct thy flesh,
1: right? So for all of us, yes, yeah, actuating, right? We're alive, it's, it's making it so we can move, but we also want it to direct the flesh as it says in here, we want to suppress the wilderness. We want to, we want spirit to actuate and direct thy flesh because spirit is able to distinguish truth from error. Spirit only goes in the right direction. Spirit always knows the answer. Actuate makes you move around. I mean, you know, if you're alive. You don't have to worry about that part. Spirit is keeping you alive, right? If spirit pulls out, you're gone as far as the physical world is concerned. So we got that down, but we also wanted to direct thy flesh. So the problem is, um spirit is here actuating, but the these other voices, like this lower self, this carnal nature, is so loud, we're not even listening to spirit. We don't even know that it's there. And then, Um, For most of us, like for most of us, we grew up, we went to church and stuff like that. We didn't even really learn how to connect to the creator within us. Maybe it's being taught in some of the churches, but it wasn't being taught to a lot of us. So that's that that still small voice is in us. And so what we want to do is to raise our vibrations up so that we are thinking and acting and moving from our higher self instead of from our lower, right? So they showed us the angel and the devil on our shoulders in little cartoons, but they didn't give us the answer. They didn't tell us how to always move from the higher self. They didn't even make it look cool to always move from the higher self, because the higher self, they made it seem like, oh, that's the, the goody two-shoes, it's not fun. It's, it's more fun to be a devil, right? They, Islam, as the sister said in the chat, they didn't even show us who the devil really was, because the devil is you. When you look in the mirror, you're looking at the devil. <laughs> that's it. That's why they a lot of times they made the angel and the devil look like the character. they didn't even teach us. They they showed you. I guess images speak louder than words. Right? They showed you, but they didn't explain it. So um, this is what we want to do now. We want to know our true nature and not move accordingly. Okay? So the devil is not this thing with horns and and pitchfork and all that stuff. It it looks just like us because it's our own carnal nature. Islam is a brother said in the chat. One in the same. Okay? And the goody two shoes, the angel, that's no fun, is boring. No, that's that's not that's just how it's depicted. Because carnal self, lower self is the one that's making these cartoons. Of course, they're gonna make the higher self look like it's boring, right? Oh, that's boring. You don't want to do that. Don't listen to that. That cornball, he he's no fun. He he he's 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 you know, don't listen to that. It is he's boring. You know, he's a goody two shoes. Right. So, of course, they're going to show that. We're moving from lower self. Right. So we we don't want to do that anymore. This is why this is our true salvation. This is how come the prophet showed the imagery on the front of the Quran questionnaire. This truly takes us out of the cares of the world, drowning in the cares of the world. Just by mastering ourselves. This is how come a lot of people um, just might not want to hear this message. Say, oh, y'all just about church. No, no, you, you can't realize your full potential if you're moving from lower self. We can only go so far. We want to do this for ourselves and also for our families and build communities with these aspects ingrained into it and how we act even ingrained into the buildings that we create. I saw the brother in the chat put, you know, building earth ships, building like green echo villages, right? We want to live from our higher self. We want this to be a part of our everyday life, right? We're not trying to say, oh, we're Moors and, you know, we're going to have a little Moors village and, you know, I might be trying to sleep with your wife. I might be trying to sell drugs on the side, you No know, telling what I'm doing, right? No, that's not how we want to do We want to do everything from our higher self. We want to be the best version of ourselves. We know that the the little images they show with the angel and the devil and the angels boring. No, we know that that's not true. We know that the higher self always knows the way and the higher self guarantees success, right? There's no struggling and, and, and struggling and striving to get by when we're moving from higher self. The lower self only brings misery, hatred, slander, lewdness, murder, theft, and everything that harms. We build our civilizations from our higher self. We won't have these problems anymore with crime and any of that. It's all gone. So, of course, the devil ain't going to want you to do that. They have to make it look stupid, they have to make it look unappealing. So, um, this is what we're moving off of. I yield the floor, Islam, uh, brother. Hey, Yeah, Islam. Yeah, I wanted to demonstrate on like far as like by us being multi,
5: multi-dimensional beings, and we all have proof. And this is just kind of like my opinion. So it's just like, you know, we have our physical eyes, but like when you go to sleep and you dream, you see different things. You see colors, you see people, you can even have sensations in your dreams. And so like, how are you seeing these colors if your physical eyes are shut closed? You can't you can't see anything, but. You see things, you know, and even like in some of our dreams, I know all of us experienced this before, like, you may have a dream where like your body is shaped a little bit different, you know, because like with me, I used to be like real fit when I was younger, but I have had dreams where I had like a six pack, you know what I'm saying, super buffed and everything. And I actually felt the difference in the dream of how I felt and actually felt like part of the body. And then too, um, You know, and it's also like, I want to demonstrate this part too. It's just like, you know, with the dreams, sometimes you can lucid dream and that's when you actually awaken your dreams. And I used to do that a lot when I was a kid, you know? So I used to lucid dream a lot, but I didn't know what that was. And, you know, and I'm kind of thinking about like, what Novo Ali said. He said, if I can only get my people thinking, but I had kind of thought about one concept because I lucid dreamed a lot, is that I had a dream that I was falling and I hit the bottom, I hit the ground. And you know that words well, we were growing up, people would say, "Well, if you have a dream and you fall and you hit the ground, you die." But, but you know, what I'm saying, I would tell people, I say, "Well, that's not true." Because I'll take people who would say that. I'd be around them. I say, "Well, how do you know that that person died? Did they come back to life and tell you they hit the ground and died? No, they didn't." And so with that, because I actually had experience hitting the bottom, I was able to tell people that I did that and I'm still here. But I think you know, what I'm saying as we get to know ourselves more and more, that it becomes more fun, you know. I was like the dreaming of being awake and I used to do this a lot when I was a kid so that part is kind of like exciting to me but with that I
1: give up the mic Islam and um you know we're, we're starting to get away from you know viewing things from a superstitious point of view and um just um in general um I think that's the direction everybody's going in um because even like like the Christian church they have to um they have to grow in order for them to survive the um rise in consciousness. So yeah, we we have to get away from being scared of everything, right? So um I, hopefully, like with the Moors being here, you you understand there's nothing to be afraid of Islam. Um, I, I yield the floor Islam, sister.
4: Islam. I just want to add, like, the reason, you know, why we say fall asleep. It's cause like when we go to sleep, you know, like our, you know, in order to astral project, you know, like like the spirit, it feels like we're falling wet when it untaches uh, from the body, and if you're aware or if you're like putting into practice, you know, astral projecting or lucid dreaming on purpose, you know, if you're doing it, you know, not by accident but you know not by coincidence. You can feel because like when I fall asleep, I actually feel like I fall and I hit something before I, you know, start to to lucid dream or actual project. And it always feels like like I'm falling. And I'm like, that's why they call it falling asleep, you know, because it makes more sense. Islam I'm on the other floor.
1: Islam. Gratitude for sharing.
0: Islam. Um, does anyone have any questions or would anyone like to demonstrate? Yeah, Islam, so I did have, um, like a question coming from the,
5: um, from the, um, the, 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 um, let me see here. From from the um from the um questions and so I had questions about um forty two I mean forty one two and fifty five and so I want to start with they all connected together and um, with forty one it says um, what is everlasting gospel it is the saving power that comes from Allah through our ancient father by His prophet and so number two says who is Allah Allah is the father of the universe and Number fifty-five. That's what it was. Fifty-five. It says, um, "What is the name of the first physical man? His name cannot be used only by executive rulers of of the um adab chamber of the MSTA." So I'm kind of curious. Um, who is the um who is the ancient father? Because I know Allah is a father, or is it saying that the ancient father is the first man? And so I was trying to figure out basically. Who is the ancient father? Because I know, like the Bible alludes to something about, like, like the ancient of days in Daniel seven nine and seven thirteen. And with that, I give up the mic. So I'm
0: trying to see exactly who they're talking about. Islam. Okay, so um, yeah, fifty five is alluding that there's um, there's some some type of.
1: I guess you could say power or understanding that should only be given to people who prove that they're not slaves to their lower self. And so like you're supposed to learn this in the ADAP chamber and then it's only supposed to be used by the executive rulers. Um, I think, I believe that's referring to the grand governors, right? Of the ADAP chamber. So um, going back up there saying like, is is this speaking about in the forty-one, is this speaking about the same person? Because um, when you're speaking about Allah being the Father of the Universe, obviously this is talking about at a, at a spiritual level, right? Not at a physical level, because Allah, right, the covenant that we have with Allah is saying, "Honor thy father and thy mother, that thy days may be long upon the earth land, which the God, thy God Allah, hath given thee." So. The covenant isn't speaking about Allah when it's saying the fa- thy father and thy mother. It's speaking about our ancestors. Maybe even your ancestors, that's still alive, like your own parents or grandparents, great-grandparents, right? And, and for us returning to the ways of our ancestors. So it's speaking about physical beings, right? And then 41, the saving power, it comes from Allah through our ancient father, once again, speaking about physical beings, but then by his prophet, right? Who, speaking about Allah, Allah's prophet, which is Noble Drew Ali. So the saving power that comes from Allah through our ancient father, the prophet connected us back to our ancient lineage, right? Returned our divine um, origin to us. And in doing so, he had to teach us how to return to those ways. So we're speaking about physical beings again, ancient father. And we can go back to chapter 47 to get an idea of who this is referring to when we're given the lineage of where we came through. And so in doing this, he returns our national headdress to us. He returns our customs, our culture to us, even our mindset, our way of thinking. This is why we're returning to the mindset of um, understanding ourselves. Know thyself, right? This is the ancient, you know, inscription from ancient egypt and he had to make a quran specifically for us not saying that we don't study and, and hold to the quran of mecca's revealed to the prophet muhammad but we needed something that was more direct that was specifically for us so once again we're speaking about physical people when you're saying who the ancient father is is talking about physical beings that we you know descend from and this is what was hidden from us what was you know, stripped from the records and um, taken from us. So we're talking about physical people in that aspect, right? Not talking about thy father, God, Allah. We're talking about physical beings and returning to the ways of our ancestors so we can return to this covenant. Islam.
0: But um, just one thing I'll add to that
1: too in question 55, when it's saying the name can only be used by the executive rulers of the ADEP Chamber or the Moorish Science Temple of America, that's just saying there's levels to this, to this. Like, we have to, you know, exercise
0: mastery over our own lower selves. Right? And that might not be for everybody, you know? There's no judgment either. Just saying like, there's levels to everything. Islam? Um, Are there any questions or uh, comments? Anyone want to demonstrate? Uh
5: Islam, so I have one last question too. I forgot about this one too. So I don't know this is for later on, but I know that like at the end of 56, when it's talking about the adult chamber, it has um third heaven in parentheses. And I was wondering what exactly does that mean, or is it like like real spiritual and something that I get if I do get to go through the adult chamber?
1: Yes. Um sure the sister has something to say too, and I'll just say real briefly, this is. You know, just the basic way to explain it is just to insinuate that there's levels to things, like levels to understanding, even levels to understanding within our religious society, the more Science Temple of America. Right, so there's, you know, level when you join and begin studying, there's levels when you go through the chamber, there's even levels when you, you know, if you become a sheik and, you know, divine minister, things like that. So that's just one name for a level, third heaven. That's one way of looking at it. Islam, I yield the floor.
4: Islam. Um, when speaking with uh, the elder, I had asked about uh, what exactly does third heaven mean. Uh, the brother emeritus, D. Belial, um from Chicago, he explained that third heaven is because man has passed through three planes. And and that is the physical, the the soul plane, and a spirit plane. And so the adept chamber is where the level of consciousness is, is risen. So you're no longer slave to the lower self. So you are perfected man, you know, going through that adept chamber. And um so you are passing through the back back to the third heaven, if that makes sense. Islam, why are you on the floor?
0: All right, Islam. Gratitude for sharing up are there any other questions or does anyone have any any more comments yeah phil uh did that answer your question brother yes it did yep all right islam so um yeah feel free to ask questions um the sister in texas did you have any questions Islam, no, nope,
1: not at this time. Thank you so much. Okay, Islam. So um, one thing I'll say before we go into the closing, this is why um, hopefully everybody understands that the salvation is not in some paperwork. It's not just like something you just, oh, just, just associate yourself with the temple, get a card and then go about your business. It's, it's not doing nothing for you. The salvation isn't in um, pretending that we have the power, that we're sovereign, that we have our own nation and we can do whatever we want. No, right? We, we have to um, take care of our physical needs, obviously. But then also to actually correct the situation that we're in, the prophet spoke on this directly. Um, now, you'll you'll hear it in the divine warning when that's read later, so I'm not gonna read it right now, but you hear as the prophet spoke about traveling throughout the South. And when he was traveling throughout the South, assuming he did this as a grown-up, he was born in 1886. So let's just say he was 20 years old, right? That would have been 1906. Or let's say he's 30, that would have been 1916. Traveling through the South in 1906 or 1916 as a dark-skinned brother, I'm sure he saw the conditions of our people. So when he says he saw the conditions of our people and it is our fault. It's because we're slaves to sin. That's why we're suffering. We have to really look at that and understand it. He knows that people were being lynched. Right. They're burning down our towns. They're taking over our towns. They're, you know, lynching the people who own buildings, who own businesses. Right. Right. And the government did nothing about it. Right? And he still flipped it on us. He's like, well, you, you know, we 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 bought in, we think we're slaves. We're not being who we truly are. Who are we? That's why it says know thyself. So if you know thyself and you know that Allah is in you, you know that you are Allah, there's nothing that anyone can do to oppress you. There's nothing that anyone can do. They can try, but they're going to fail. And so at the end of the day, a lot of people don't believe that their faith is not strong. They don't believe that it lies in them and that they have the power to overcome. Your belief has to be strong enough. That's why we have Three steps in sub, in obtaining each virtue and climbing the 12-step the ladder is belief, faith, fruition, right? You believe that it's possible. And your belief, you your belief becomes lost in faith. It, it becomes faith. You you know that you could do it, and then it's fruition. Now it happens. And so as we do this, as we unfold a lot within us, nothing can hold us back there's no telling what we are capable of, right? There's no telling. And so this is why I'm saying like in that time period, he's traveling throughout the South. He sees what we're going through and he says that, hey, we suffer because we're following their ways, right? If they're burning our buildings down, lynching us, why are we in the church in the same religion as them? Why are we the same religion as the KKK? Why are we like, you know, trying to look like them? Like not, not knocking them, because he also like teach love to, instead of hate. But hey, you have to love yourself. So this is what he brought to us so that we could pick ourselves up and truly realize and be, you know, as great as we could possibly be. So this more Science Temple of America is not about pretending that we already got it. It's about actually getting it for real right? Not trying to cut corners to do it. If we have to buy property, buy land, just like how most everyone else has to do in this country to get land, then that's what we have to do. We do everything, but we also are doing the work to subdue our own lower self because we have to do that because no matter what, we don't want to get lost in the cares of the world and we don't want to create children that are going to get lost in the cares of the world. Because if we don't do that, there's no nation, there's nothing sustainable. So at the end of the day, it's really about doing the personal work on ourselves and always keeping this spiritual aspect at the forefront in everything that we do. We're not trying to copy George Washington and George Bush and all of these other people, right? They, they have the separation of church and state. We don't. Okay, so just wanted to reiterate that. And on that note, if there's no questions or
0: comments, I want to announce without further ado, we're going into the closing of the meeting. Okay, Islam,
1: all meetings are to be opened and closed promptly according to the Circle 7 and love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice, and don't go anywhere more as we're going to read our divine warning. A divine warning by the prophet for the nations. The citizens of all free national governments, according to their national constitution, are all of one family bearing one free national name. Those who fail to recognize the free national name of their constitutional government are classed as undesirables and are subject to all inferior
0: names and abuse. and cling to the names
1: and the principles that delude to slavery. I the prophet was prepared by the great God Allah to warn my people to repent from their sinful ways and go back to the state of mind, to their forefathers divine and national principles that they will be law abiders and receive their divine right as citizens according to the free national constitution that was prepared for all free national beings. They are to claim their own free national name and religion. There is but one issue for them to be recognized by this government and of the earth, and it comes only through the connection of the Moorish divine national movement, which is incorporated in this government and recognized by all other nations of the world. And through it, they and their children can receive their divine rights, unmolested by other citizens, that they can cast a free national ballot at the polls under the free national constitution of the state's government and not under a granted privilege, as has been the existing condition for many generations. You who doubt whether I, the prophet, and my principles are right for the redemption of my people, go to those that know the law in the city hall and among the officials in your government and ask them under an intelligent tone, and they will be glad to render you a favorable reply. For they are glad to see me bring you out of darkness into light. Money doesn't make the man. It is free national standards and power that makes a man and a nation. The wealth of all national governments, gold and silver and commerce, belong to the citizens alone. Without your national citizenship, by name and principles, you have no true wealth. And I am hereby calling on all true citizens. that stand for a national free government and the enforcement of the constitution to help me in my great missionary work because I need all support from all true American citizens of the United States of America. Help me to save my people who have fallen from the constitutional laws of the government. I am depending on your support to get them back to the constitutional fold again that they will learn to love instead of hate and will live according to love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice, supporting our free national constitution of the United States of America. I love my people and I desire their unity and mine back to their own free national and divine standard because day by day they have been violating the national and constitutional laws of their government by claiming names and principles that are unconstitutional. If Italians, Greeks, English, Chinese, Japanese, Turks, and Arabians are forced to proclaim their free national name and religion before the constitutional government of the United States of America. It is no more than right that the law should be enforced upon all other American citizens alike. In all other governments, when a man is born and raised there and asks for his national descent name and if he fails to give it, he is misused, imprisoned, or exiled. Any group of people that fail to answer up to the constitutional standards of law by name and principles, because to be a citizen of any government, you must claim your national descent name, because they place their trust upon issue and names formed by their forefathers. The word negro deludes in the Latin language to the word nigger. The same as the word colored deludes to anything that is painted, varnished, and dyed and every nation must bear a national descent name of their forefathers, because honoring thy fathers and thy mothers, your days will be lengthened upon this earth. These names have never been recognized by any true American citizens of this day. Through your free national name, you are known and recognized by all nations of the earth that are recognized by said national government in which they live. The 14th and 15th Amendments brought the North and South in unit, placing the Southerners, who were at that time without power, with the constitutional body of power. And at that time, 1865, the free national constitutional law that was enforced since 1774, declared all men equal and free. And if all men are declared by the free national constitution to be free and equal, since that constitution has never been changed, There is no need for the application of the 14th and 15th amendments for the salvation of our people and citizens. So there isn't but one supreme issue for my people to use to redeem that which was lost. And that is through the above statements. Then the lion and the lamb can lie down together in yonder hills and neither will be harmed. Because love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice will be reigning in this land. In those days, the United States will be one of the greatest civilized and prosperous governments of the world. But if the above principles are not carried out by the citizens and my people in this government, the worst is yet to come. Because the great God of the universe is not pleased with the works that are being performed in North America by my people. And this great sin must be removed from the land to save it from enormous earthquakes, disease, etc. And I, the prophet, do herein believe that this administration of the government, being more wisely prepared by more genius citizens that believe in their free national constitution and laws, and through the help of such classes of citizens, I, the prophet, truly believe that my people will find the true and divine way of their forefathers and learn to stop serving carnal customs and merely ideas of man that have never done them any good but have always harmed them. So I, the prophet, am hereby calling aloud with the divine plea to all true American citizens to help me to remove this great sin which has been committed and is being practiced by my people in the United States of America because they know it is not the true and divine way. And without understanding, they have fallen from the true light into utter darkness of sin. And there is not a nation on earth today that will recognize them socially, religiously, Politically or economically, ETC, in their present condition of their endeavorment in which they themselves try to force upon a civilized world. They will not refrain from their sinful ways of action, and their deeds have brought Jim Crowism, segregation and everything that brings harm to human beings on earth. And they fought the southerner for all these great misuses. But I have traveled in the south, and have examined conditions there, and it is the works of my people, continuously practicing the things which bring dishonor, disgrace, and disrespect to any nation that lives the life. And I am hereby calling on all true American citizens for moral support and finance to help me in my great missionary work to bring my people out of darkness into marvelous light. From the Prophet. All right, Islam Wars. Uh, Let's go ahead and close, before we do though, just want to remind everyone to go to moorishamericans.com our website for our temple. Um, You can send a donation to the temple on there. The button is at the bottom on the front page. That's moorishamericans.com
0: And also, you can purchase your fez from moorishfez.com moorishfez.com
1: And on that note Let's go ahead and close the meeting out. I'll say it again. All meetings are to be open and closed promptly according to the Circle 7 in love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice. They ask that all members who are able stand and face the East for the closing prayer. You do not need to repeat after me. <coughs> Allah, bind our hearts and minds back to our ancient forefathers, divine creed, and principles. This we ask in Thy holy name and the seven Elohim. Amen. Islam, happy holy day,
0: Morris. This meeting is now adjourned. Islam, happy holy day. Islam, happy holy day. Happy holy day. Islam, happy holy day.
4: Islam, happy holy day, family.
0: And love. Happy holiday day.